This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show. I am Iron Man. The suit and I are one. Podcast. That was my Martin Freddy intro. I'm Ronnie. Here lately we've had rotating chairs as a co-host. So I reached out to my co-host on the Absolute DC Podcast. And he is the man, the myth, the legend that hates everything. So why not bring him to the really the main thing that he hates? <laughs> Marvel. Aaron I Bell. Hate, I don't hate Marvel. I just don't read a lot of it anymore. But you used to, right? I used to read a lot of it. <clears throat> so when you first got into comic books in general, was it DC first or was it Marvel first or was it even? Uh, it was definitely DC first. Okay. Yeah. I mean, when you're a little kid, everyone just kind of knows Superman and Batman and that stuff. Mm-hmm. I guess before any of the Captain Americas and whatnot. Right. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, I started with Justice League stuff, and then as I got a little bit older, um, I don't even remember what the first Marvel stuff I got. But, I mean, you know, you kind of start figuring some of it out. And I remember I was maybe 11 or 12, and I went to my first comic convention, which was totally different than comic conventions now. Yeah, it was just like a a hotel lobby thing, right? Yeah, (laughs) it was a hotel room, and there were vendor tables set up around the outside ring. And they made an inside ring. I don't remember there being any like special guests there. I think it was all just people selling back issues, okay. mostly. Yeah. Maybe yeah. some memorabilia stuff. I went with $36, and I said, I'm going to buy all new stuff and just try stuff out. Because a friend of mine had given me, I don't know, probably a couple X-Men books. I don't I don't remember if I, if I had any like Wolverine stuff or... You know, other mutant stuff. It was definitely some of the Uncanny X-Men. Okay. And I said, uh, I'm just going to go and see new stuff. And I went and I bought like a Submar- a couple Submariner books. And I got a couple Thor books and a couple uh, um, Excalibur books. Yeah. And then, you know, I mean, I, I walked out with 36 comics. <laughs> so I ended up managing <laughs> to spend, on average, a buck a book. Nice. So, yeah. So, so you alluded to it, but when you were reading Marvel yeah. back then, the X titles were your thing. Yeah, I was pretty much 
strictly strictly mutant books. What what um what, uh hit you off like what turned you on to that and kept you into it? Um honestly, I don't even remember at this point. I I can't remember what the first storyline was. I want might have been like a Mr. Sinister thing. Okay. That I read. Um and I just I really liked that and Wolverine kind of hit me. I guess at the time, like late '80s, early '90s. Yeah, when he was hitting everybody else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, I I liked him, and from there I just kind of branched out into all the other. Oh, okay, I like the X Men. Oh, well, X Factor is the original X Men, so I'll start reading that. And then it's like, oh, well, New Mutants are like the kid X Men, so I'll read that. And then Nightcrawler was in Excalibur, mm-hmm. so I was like, oh, well, I have to. Nightcrawler's awesome. I got to start reading this one. And someone, like, a, I guess a friend of a friend was like, oh, Alpha Flight is like the Canadian X-Men. And I was like, all right, I'll check that one out. <laughs> and it was just like, pretty much from there. Um, Alpha Flight I didn't read as much of. Okay. Um, I guess kind of in the same way that I got into Teen Titans more than a lot of the other stuff. New Mutants was always my thing. Okay. So I was a big fan of the New Mutants. Um, and then I guess later on X-Force. Now, like, the Rob Liefeld x-force well i mean he started it and that's no i know but i mean is it because i don't know how much of x-force you've read you know what i'm saying so like have you read like the remender black ops style x-force no i haven't i i i stopped reading the majority of the comics um probably i don't know it's maybe 95 96 i kind of dropped out of a lot of it okay so i i missed I, I'm I'm sure there's a ton of good stuff that I've missed and I haven't I haven't gone back to it yet. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely things you know that are on, on my list of stuff to read. But I mean, you know me, I read. <laughs> there's so much else that I'm behind on. Yeah. yeah, it it takes a while for me to be like, oh, you know what? I really need to read, you know, this run of a book. Right. And I actually have time for it. Makes sense. Yeah, I think the only the only like real run of one of those titles that I read after I quit reading was the Joss Whedon, uh, astonishing X-Men. Okay. Yeah. Because a friend of mine had the, I guess it was the trades of it. And, you know, I was a fan of Buffy and, and Firefly and all that stuff. And I was like, Oh, Joss Whedon wrote comic books. And they're like, yeah, you should read this. It's great. And I was like, okay. And I read that and that was really good. But I thought yeah, but I didn't, I thought you were going to go with the, well, my friend says it's really great, and then I read it, and it's really not. No, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I was waiting for that, so. Yeah. All right, let's start the show over. Uh, (laughs) I hate Excalibur sucks. New Mutants are terrible. It's a ripoff of Teen Titans. Um, Joss Whedon is a hack writer of X-Men books. So what you're saying is Joss Whedon is the (laughs) Grant Morrison of the Marvel Universe. No, he's the Brian Michael Bendis of the Marvel Universe. <laughs> All right, so the X verse is your thing. You yeah, mostly. Yeah, For the majority I, I of Marvel. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I just never, I never connected with like the Avengers type of characters or Spidey or Spider Man. Yeah, I sort of lump him in with the Avengers. Okay, you know, and I guess like the Fantastic Four also. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> So yeah. who is your top five X-Men then? Oh, geez. Um, well, from when I was a kid, Wolverine would definitely 
be up there. Okay. Um, I always, I always liked Forge. Okay. Um, because he made things. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It, it's just like one of those things. I just, I kind of, I liked him as a character for some reason. I guess because he was the guy that just kind of hung back and fixed stuff. Okay, makes sense. Um, huh. Man, this is tough. Nightcrawler? Is he up there? No, yeah, Nightcrawler would definitely be up there. Um, I would say... Huh. Jeez. Um, I mean, are you counting just X-Men? Or are you counting... X-Universe. Like, oh, okay. Um, in that case, I might put Cannonball on there, because I always kind of liked him. Yeah. And, um... Hmm. Jeez. Shatterstar. No, not Shatterstar. <laughs> and not like Longshot or Dazzler. Um, oh, what the heck was the guy? Uh, Captain Britain I always enjoyed. Okay, yeah. But, um, yeah, geez, that's tough. Top five. Yeah. I, I would... don't know. Yeah, like there's a lot of a lot of really good ones. <clears throat> Jamie Maddox would be up there for me. Because mm. I really, really love that X-Factor run. Yeah. The one where they were the detectives style. Okay. It's probably after you quit. I'm... Yeah, yeah. I, I've I've like seen bits of it, but not a lot. Yeah, that he really. It's kind of like uh, you know, with Fifty Two for DC, okay. kind of like where it shined more. Well, I mean, they're X Factor, so you knew who they were, but it kind of put layers on the characters that usually don't get the shine. You know? Right, right, right. <clears throat> and he was really cool and. In that series, mm. I I liked Archangel a lot too. Yeah, sort of. I, I like. I don't know. I think I liked him more after he sort of went evil. <laughs> yeah, I mean that he was kind of wimpy, right? And I, I don't want to say like preppy, but Warrington the Third, right? Yeah. So he was just like, I don't know. But then, like you said, when he turned evil, and he became Archangel, and then he had those steel. Yeah, the cool little blade things that he'd shoot out of his wings. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He, like, got a fresh coat of paint. Yep. And, yeah. Yeah, I also, I always liked Havoc. Yeah. I yeah. think, you know, when um, a lot of stuff, I, I'm trying to think what it was. There were a couple a couple really good storylines involving him that I enjoyed way back when. And I liked... I guess the best part of the the last bunch of X Men stuff I read, I really enjoyed Bishop too. Yeah, I thought it was interesting, you know, him coming from the future. Was so was like Executioner Song. Was that like towards the, the end of when you probably stopped? that? When was that? That was probably like the two eighties of Uncanny. Yeah, seventies. Yeah, something like I, that. I definitely remember getting issue three hundred. I'm pretty sure. I was still reading at 350 because that was like the the harder cover with the hologram thing, right? Or yeah. was that the 100? Yeah, yeah. No, it was 350. 350. Yeah, so I, I was definitely still reading there. So I, I read a couple years past Executioner Song, but I don't think not not too too long after. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. So since you're Aaron Bell and you hate things, Uh-oh. what are three Marvel characters that you can't stand? Jubilee. Why? She just always annoyed me. I never understood her. Okay. And she was always in everything. 
right? Okay. Like at, at any store, she's always like, I'm going to go with Wolverine and do this. And I'm going to make little purple lights out of my hands. And you're just like, well, great. <laughs> uh, all right. She, she is probably my least favorite X character. Okay. Um, and I guess that probably goes with a lot of other people too, but, no, um, Rob Krieger. yeah, um, I, I don't get Spider-Man. I will never understand how Spider-Man is as ridiculously popular as he is. He's like the Batman of Marvel, I guess. No, no, he's not. And, I mean, I, no, no, no. I'm saying like popularity wise. Oh, okay. And, and I don't get it because he sucks. Oh my the the movies are terrible the comics are not good <laughs> even when mcfarlane was doing it and it was like ugh. you are certifiably insane yeah but you know what i stick to my guns i know I i'm know. not gonna flip-flop all of a sudden and be like oh i just read this great spider-man story actually you did kind of read the spider-man story no, sideways does not count as Spider-Man. <laughs> but it kind of is. <laughs> All right, there's two. Huh, third character I don't like. Like That's a tough one. Like I, I don't think there's anyone I really dislike. Okay. You know? I mean, I just... Because I, I never... Because you're not invested in a lot yeah, of that's the universe. The thing. Yeah, I mean, with with like the mutant characters... Um, oh, what was the guy's name? The villain... Um, Toad, yes. he annoyed me. Okay, but but not not to the point where if he would show up in a book, I'd be like, nope. Next <laughs> issue. Fair enough. Fair enough. You know, yeah. I mean, there, there's very very few that I can think of off the top of my head that I would ever be like, yeah, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm done with this because until this person is not in this anymore. Okay, that's fair enough. You know, and when by the time I stopped reading. Deadpool wasn't as annoying as he is now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like he wasn't Harley Quinn yet. Yeah. So I didn't mind him. Now, I, I don't know if I could read Deadpool now, just the way that he's written. But so, you enjoy the I, shows. Yeah, I love the movies. The movies. Yeah. I love the movies, but the movies are, you know, mindless violence and, you know, in and out and whatever. I'm not going to sit every month and read, you know, uh, an annoying comic book. Right. Yeah, I I can see that because I highly like the Deadpool movies. Yeah, but I don't really. Well, I can't really tell you the last time I read an actual Deadpool comic book. Yeah, I can't even really tell you the last time I read a comic book that Deadpool was in. Like, well, I was tempted to get the um whatever the new series is. I forget there. What didn't one just start up? Domino recently? started up by Gail Simone. Yeah. Well, there's three issues into that one, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But th- I think there was a new Deadpool or something. I, I think I saw it somewhere. I, I don't Honestly, I don't pay too much attention to Marvel stuff coming out, so I'm not sure. Right. But I was like, ah, oh, you know what? I like the movie. Maybe this will be like the movie. And just as I was about to click purchase, I was like, mm-hmm, no. <laughs> I, I think I'm good. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I noped out. It was one of those, I'm not going to get to it anytime soon, so why even bother? You know, mm-hmm. I mean, if if the mood hits me and there's a trade on sale for like two bucks, I'd be like, all right, I'll give this a shot. Right. But I'm not, you know. So have you ever thought about doing Marvel Unlimited um, for the older X-Men stuff? Even? I mean, yes and no. 
I, I have thought about it, but I know with all of the newer stuff I read, I don't know if time wise it would be worth it for me. Right. <clears throat> um, how much is it? Ten bucks or is it fifteen bucks? Yeah, I pay nine ninety nine a month. So oh, okay. Ten bucks. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's not terrible. Yeah. Price wise, but you know, I mean, you know, <laughs> I I read yeah. a lot of DC. I read a ton of Image and like yeah. all the indie books. Yeah. So it's for me to be like, oh, I'll spend ten dollars to go back and reread some of this stuff. When if the you know if the mood hits me, mm-hmm. I could just go to my long boxes and just pull stuff out and read them. Right. You know. Yeah. So. I mean, it makes sense. I just I was just curious because yeah, you know, I it's mean, there and DC's getting ready to do their thing, which I, we've already talked about on the other podcast. But you know. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I just didn't know, like you said. I mean, I'm even behind on some things, right? So, yeah. is, is it worth the ten bucks? Are you going to get the ten bucks out of it a month? You know, that's the thing. I, I mean, I mean, when when a lot of those books were coming out, I was paying a dollar a book. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, will I read ten comics in a month off of there? Right. Possibly, but I get at least ten comics a week of newer stuff. Right. That I'm trying my best to keep up with, even though I'm failing miserably. <laughs> so I, I, you know, adding an unlimited number. I mean, I guess there is a limited number if I read everything, but a- adding all of the back stuff doesn't. Right now, it doesn't do anything for me. Okay. But I'll tell you this though: when I retire, if stuff like that still exists, I will have all of it. <laughs> DC, Marvel. If Image does Image Unlimited, I will get all of them. Because I can just sit all day long and read everything. Yep. In between naps. Oh, yeah. 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 So that brings the question, though. Yes, I would like a question book (laughs) written by (laughs) um, Brad Meltzer and drawn by (laughs) Rags Morales. What what would get you... I mean, because you're like the... I wouldn't say DC fanboy because you like other things as well, right? Right. And there are Marvel things that you do like, so it's not like you're throwing stones and being like, oh, all Marvel sucks all the time. You know, you're not one of the normal t- Twitter people. <laughs> yeah. But what what would they do to be like, Aaron be like, oh, I'm in. I can, I can get behind that. Well, there are a few Marvel books that I'm reading. Um I well, I'll put it. I haven't started reading Domino oh. yet. I do have all three <laughs> issues. Oh. Um, Breaking news to me. I told you I got them. I know, but you tell me things and I forget or oh. I don't listen. Whichever. Yeah, one or the other. <laughs> um, I've been reading. I think I'm one issue behind on the New Mutants. Okay. Book the the miniseries. Is that only a miniseries? Well, it's New Mutants. Dark Dark Souls or something. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if That's it's a miniseries. I just it had the the subtitle to it, so I just in my mind I was like, oh, it's a miniseries. Oh yeah. Uh, well, I picked that one up and I started reading it. I I I've definitely read two. I think I might have read three issues of it, and I'm I'm enjoying it so far. It's way different than what I was expecting. Mm-hmm. But you know they they hooked me on New Mutants. Mm-hmm. So um, <clears throat> what's the other one? Um, Cable. I started reading that a few issues ago. I've only read one, but I've been picking them up. Because of Zach and Lonnie? Yeah, mostly because you guys were yelling about how they're writing Cable. Uh-huh. And I'm like, yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, and, so. and what, I mean, it's not really a spoiler, but what, 
is awesome about that book is it takes place like certain issues take place back in the 90s issues that like, i think that was why you guys got me to pick up i don't remember what issue i started with maybe 156 mm-hmm. or so i i don't remember what their first issue was on the book 156 sounds about right okay yeah so that that was probably it and i think maybe you and martin or jack or uh, someone was talking about how it was basically the 90s new mutants yeah and i was like well okay i will <laughs> i will definitely give this a shot because yeah. i mean i like i like those guys so i figure jack if, and martin it, no no no, no. Well, uh the, zach and lonnie the, yeah the writers yeah I was like, you know, I like what they do, and if they're gonna do stuff that I kind of grew up on, uh, I mean, I'll, I'm in. Yeah, yeah, because I think one, I mean, it's basically like, I don't even know, I don't have it in front of me to tell you, but like, say it was like Cable issue ninety six, it immediately followed that one before Cable issue ninety seven, so it was like ninety six point five, you know, type of thing. Right. Even though Marvel's famous for their point. Yeah, I things which to me is dumb but whatever (laughs) (coughs) um what else i i read i read the she-hulk book yes the hulk but it was the she-hulk yeah yeah yeah, hulk and then it turned into she-hulk i guess yeah yeah i read that one i don't think i ever finished it but i definitely i know i have it all yeah um what um what what were you enjoying about that because i really enjoyed it so um just I, I think it was you guys were talking about it and i was like you know what i don't really know the character right so right. I think maybe maybe you were talking about it in relation to green lanterns yes how she was kind of losing her mind right and that am i thinking of the right book or am i thinking of mockingbird yeah because she has P- ptsd oh right 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 yeah yeah like you were talking about how it it does what jessica cruz should have been doing right yes and I was like, all right, well, I'll check it out. And whatever, the first issue I really enjoyed. And from there, I really liked it. Yeah. So I was like, I can stick with, yeah, I can stick with this. Because it handled her PTSD better than what Green Lanterns was trying to do with Jessica Cruz's anxiety. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. And the art in that book was really good also. Yeah. I, rem- totally I don't agree on that. I, I don't remember anyone who did the creative stuff on it, but I shout out, did good job. <laughs> um yeah i read mockingbird because apparently that book got the writer to quit twitter yeah and i had never heard of it and i was like well if there's a comic that is making people go totally insane i'm gonna have to check it out and i read it and i liked it and i was like well uh i kind of like this (laughs) so i kept with it i guess there's eight issues yeah 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 Yeah, Uh, it was i mean you go to twitter now and like anybody can go insane about anything oh yeah but, but that was but, like almost pre that kind of thing yeah it was like a co- almost a coordinated attack against her yeah and i don't even know why it, i guess because she's a, a female that wrote comic books yeah that and the big controversy was like um mockingbird had a feminine feminism like pro-feminism shirt on the cover or something oh boo-hoo yeah and then you know yeah, it, it for us it was like totally dumb, you know. But everybody yeah. else was just like, "Oh, it's stupid," and blah blah blah. And <laughs> I'm assuming that I don't think that it was selling that good anyway, so it was gonna get canceled. But then, right. like after that, like 
the last two issues were coming out and sales like skyrocketed on it because people are assholes. Mm. And then I think the trade, I mean, I'm not a numbers guy, but I think I saw where the trade was like the highest selling trade for like two months straight. Really? Yeah. Yeah, because I, I picked up the digital trade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good book. It was funny, too. Yeah. Like, I honestly, I had no idea what to expect at all picking it up. All I knew was people harassed the writer so much she quit Twitter. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, wow, maybe, maybe this is the worst book of all time. And I started reading it. And I was like, wow, this is very enjoyable. And people are a bunch of dicks. Yeah. Like, huge. I mean, come on. It's not like somebody took Captain America and made him a Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> it was almost that big a deal. I it was around the same time, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think Captain America was first and that set people off and then this happened and that like just made him go off the deep end. Yep. Stupid. But you know, before that, Jason Aaron made Thor a woman and it really Didn't got make people... Thor a horse too. Beta Ray Bill or something. Yeah. And a frog. But you know, I honestly like the Thor book with Jane Foster as Thor. Mm-hmm. has been pretty awesome i don't know yeah, like, i don't know if it would be up your alley really but the whole concept based off of thor itself or based off of the book um not, yeah i would say probably based off thor itself like okay. the whole mythology type thing of it i mean i could be wrong and you could like it but the cool concept behind like where jane foster's got cancer and she's dying mm-hmm. but when she becomes thor Every time she becomes Thor, then it speeds it up that much quicker. So, so it she, makes her sicker. Yeah, so it makes her sicker. But she has to become Thor in certain situations, you know, because she's a hero. Right. And so while she's Thor, she's fine and healthy and, you know, a god. But goddess. when she goes back to being herself, she is, like, more, more ill sick. than before. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. That's actually kind of an interesting concept. I may check that out when, yeah. you know... <laughs> Well, when somebody hands me a book, <laughs> they're like, read this. <laughs> All right. Yep. And so yeah. she's like the opposite of Deadpool, where when he is Deadpool, he is not sick. Right. Yeah. She, she has no healing power. Lame. That's why the <laughs> X-Men are better. <laughs> so there's a big, huge thing with the X-Men coming up. Okay. Where Kitty Pride and Colossus are going to get married. Okay. Yeah. Now, is it Kitty Pride? And Colossus, or is it um, Peter and? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh-huh. Honestly, I, I, I don't really know. But it, uh, I don't. <laughs> well, that, that seems like a weird response to the DC wedding. Well, yeah, well, yeah. that <laughs> and I mean, like North Star and his boyfriend got married last year. Like okay. an X Men six hundred or eight hundred or whatever it was six hundred I think. Mm. So like and then I think a year before that somebody else got married. <laughs> so so basically what you're saying is all of the X Men are like late twenties and their biological clocks are ticking. There's getting ready to be an X event actually. Ooh. Um, because right now there is the younger original X Men that got brought to this time with the older ones wait okay so the last x-men anything i read uh-huh. was i think it was first class i think no yeah no i i read the um 
a bunch of the Lemire stuff. Okay, that's extraordinary. Had, I think it was extraordinary. Yeah. Yeah, we don't. Which talk had about that. Old Man Logan and mm-hmm. a bunch of kids. Mm-hmm. So you're saying that now all of the X Men are old? No, no, that's not what I'm saying. All the X Men that you know and have all the lineage following them are adults like cyborg and gene gray and all them are like old people now yes well they're not okay. old like old man logan like, you know but they're like adults 40, yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah and like storm running the mansion you know that type of thing okay and um i think rogue or kitty pride's running the other one actually but so now is this what's happening in like the x-men blue and x-men gold and x-men red books this is what will lead to it because I think it's called Excursion or something. It, it has an X title, obviously. They always do. Yeah. But um, because then, like in the X-Men Gold, I think it is, um, has the young, the first team, like the not hairy beast. Oh, know, wow. Okay. And, yeah. and Cyclops. Does he wear the was, unitard? <laughs> yes. <laughs> nice. And, and like Cyclops when he was younger and Jean Grey when she was younger. You know, the original team, and um, Angel when, with his feathered wings. Mm. Well, they got brought from the past to the future. And so they've been, like our Cyclops that we've grown up with in the last X event um, died, actually. Okay. And he was dating Emma Frost, which is a big whole thing. Because he died, actually, but then she um, made everybody think that he was still alive. Mm-hmm. So with this new event, it's kind of like uh, tying everything together. Like, because now you have the old beast and the young beast running around, right? Yep. Yeah. And you know, so now it's kind of like we're thinning the herd again with with uh, making X Men. You know, like are are, there, are we going to keep the beast that we know that has the storied past, or are we going to have the young beast again? You know, that type of thing. Hmm. Same with, like, Archangel. Or Angel, rather. And then Strife is going to show up. Yep. And... Well, he already did in Cable. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, cool. I'm in. I, I gotta finish reading all that stuff. Yeah. And so, yeah, so this new X event is, you know, it's kind of... Honestly, I, I've always enjoyed the X events because they're pretty much self-contained and it's just across the X titles. Kind of like I like there are many huge summer events, you know what I'm saying, but they're not right. But unless it crosses over with Gardens of the Galaxy, right? Yeah, but like, um, what's the the House of M? That that was with Scarlet Witch, where she just went completely nuts and said no more mutants, right? And uh, you know that type of stuff. Wait a second, wasn't Kitty Pride getting married to Star Lord? Or did they just nope that out of existence? I don't really know what happened to that because I really wasn't into that. Because for a little bit, I was reading the Guardians of the Galaxy book. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was kind of weird that like she was showing up in holograms. They were talking. And then they started crossing over. Was it the Black Mirror or something? With, yes, yes. Where it started crossing over with an X-Men book that I wasn't reading and didn't care to read. Mm-hmm. And that was when I quit reading Guardians of the Galaxy. I was like, well, if you're going to start crossing over with stuff I don't care about, and I'm reading, like, bits and pieces of a story, I'm just going to, I'll just tap out here. So Yeah, I honestly, I can't blame you on that, because I did the same thing. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't great. It wasn't bad, 
but it, like I didn't really care too much. I was just kind of reading it because I was like, I like the movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, well, I'll support the book a little bit. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I mean, I'm looking forward to that. And I know that you can't stand him, but Spider-Man's one of my Marvel guys that, and just like X-Men when he has his own spider event, you know, I, I tend to enjoy those. Mm. And Nick Spencer and Ryan Otley is taking over Spider-Man, so I'm kind of yeah. I think they just did, right? Uh, I don't know when the issue starts, but yes, because eight yeah, hundred um, was Dan Slott's swan swan song on it. Ready for a shocker? Yeah, I might pick up their first issue because you like both of them. Yes, because Otley did Invincible. He did Invincible. Yeah, he he didn't do the first few issues, but he took over early on. And, I mean, he did the art for the last 130 of them. Mm-hmm. Um, except for, like, the last couple issues, they brought back the original guy to do some of it, which is kind of cool. Right. Um, yeah, and he also did Grizzly Shark, which is funny as hell. <laughs> um, but Nick Spencer wrote Morning Glories. Yeah. So, I'm, I mean, I don't read, like, his Captain America stuff, and I didn't read... Um, Secret Empire? Yeah, yeah I, I didn't read any of that stuff. Yeah. But, I mean, I read his image books, and I figure if he's going to be with Ryan Otley, I might have to pick up at least one issue. And give it a whirl? Yeah, because, I mean, I like them both, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, honestly, I mean, I'm not expecting much of anything. That maybe Spider-Man will be like, I don't know, a Black Panther in this one. <laughs> and freak people out, and <laughs> that'll, yeah. be, that'll be the last, the last page of the first issue. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it also, actually. Because, like you said, uh, and Invincible's always seemed kind of like Otley's art. I could always see him doing a Spider-Man book mm. because of Invincible, you know. Yeah. Not saying that I don't think there's anything remotely close besides it being a comic book or both of them being a comic right. book, you know. But yeah, but you know, you see an artist sometimes, and you're just like, wow, I'd really like to see what he would do with these characters. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. You got anything else? No, I don't think so. I mean, you know, I don't really read a whole heck of a lot, so you were sort of yeah, I know, just pointing I, me in directions. Yeah, I, I I was actually shocked that you're current on three Marvel books. Yeah, well, there, I mean, not current. I mean, I you're getting them, and you haven't. Well, I guess you read one of the three. Yeah, but well, no, I mean, I've read I've read at least the first issue of two of them <laughs> of Cable and New Mutants. Yeah. 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 You'll have to let me know what you think about Domino. Okay. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'll read that one tonight. I was going to try and catch up on other stuff, but after reading Plastic Man, I think I'm on a Gail Simone kick. Yeah. It, it wasn't what I was expecting, but it wasn't horrible either. Okay. Well, I always enjoy her take on a lot of the female characters. Yeah. Like, um, her bat, Batgirl stuff is great. Yeah. And the Birds of Prey stuff is great, so well, I'm I'm curious to see what she does with Domino. Well, let me clarify when I say it wasn't horrible. Uh, I was expecting the book to go this direction, and it didn't. It went a totally different direction, and, I, okay. and, and I'm okay with it. I mean, <clears throat> when I think Domino, <clears throat> you know, I think a certain way of her character. Right. And that wasn't the direction that Gail went, which is fine. Well, I mean, that's what she gets paid to do. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, for me, because it's been, I mean, 
about 20 years <laughs> since I've read a Domino comic. I, I mean, who knows what her character still is right. at this point. So, you know, I, I'm going in with little to no expectations other than I used to really enjoy the character. I like the writer and she was awesome in Deadpool 2. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. She was hot in Deadpool 2. Yeah, but I mean, I thought not only that it was. I also thought she was really. Yeah, I fun. thought she stole the the movie. Really. Mm, I don't know. I thought maybe Brad Pitt. Oh my god! For two <laughs> seconds. I swear, when that popped up, I said to my wife, "I'm like, I think that was Brad Pitt." She's like, oh, why would Brad Pitt be in this? I'm like, I don't know. I swear to God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, same thing. I was like, I think that was Brad Pitt, but I wonder if like he actually came on set to shoot that or if they just superimposed like him from a different movie to do <laughs> Which it. Which could have also been a possibility. Yeah. Well, I actually read how Brad Pitt got involved in that. So yeah, he made a bet with him about something, right? Yeah. 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 Well, he actually said that he would do the cameo if Ryan Reynolds, um, went out himself and got him Starbucks and delivered it to him on set when he was on set. <laughs> and so he got on set and Ryan Reynolds, and half Deadpool costume <laughs> went, went, to, got went and got him Starbucks and delivered it to him. Huh. So That's yeah, awesome. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I think I'm done too. Okay. Uh, you could find me on the Twitter machine at rombar316. Aaron. You can find me at who's Paul. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm at Aaron S. Bell. And the show is Ultimate Marv Pod. Uh, DC underscore absolute. <laughs> yes. Aaron is on is my co-host on that show. Check that out. Check out other shows on the Nerdy Legion if you haven't already. <laughs> um, until next time. Man, that's the only way, only way. They gon' know my name until it fade away, fade away, fade away, fade away.